0: Hello everyone, I'm Samuel, Mechanical Engineer, and this is if it is stupid, but it works. Today is a continuation from previous episode, we talk a little bit about nozzles, and I think it's going to be good if you haven't listened to it, <laughs> take a good uh, listen. Because yeah, there are a lot of parts that are going to overlap, and parts that uh, we will uh, go through them, and they are quite important to understand. It. What's coming today? If you haven't done it, uh, please uh, give it a give it a hit listen. If not, uh, welcome to my podcast. Let's go. Do you remember how aero engine is work, works? I mean, the jet engines was really easy, right? You have an intake, you have compressor. You have a combustion chamber, turbine, and then a source. No, so why do you have the compressor and the intake at the first, at the beginning of uh, our journey <laughs> within the jet engine? It is really easy. You need the air to go through. It's not going to get in there itself, right? Well, what if I tell you that there is a way that you can make that air go inside of your engine, and then you can just uh, get rid of all the moving parts? Well, that sounds uh, amazing, right? It is possible, it is possible. They are called, uh, called ramjets or scramjets. We will see the difference uh, in a moment. But the basic idea is that you are going so fast in the air, so, so fast, that the air is going directly into a jet. How you achieve that, uh, you have uh, different methods. For example, there are some ways that to convert normal jet engine into a ramjet or scramjet. There will be a different... Uh, <laughs> different really, really tricky and complicated methods like uh, just folding the the compressor or the propeller or moving it away in front of the uh, ramjet and just getting the air directly to the ramjet or uh, maybe you can just throw your uh, plane most of the case it's going to be a plane maybe it's a rocket also, could be or a drone You throwing it into the air so fast that the combustion engine is going to start it's a possibility. How you achieve that is beyond the scope of this podcast at the moment. But there are possibilities there. You just need to find out what suits you, what su- suits your problem. So then we have, you are going so fast that the air is going in, uh, to the intake. That uh, really helps us. Why? First, uh, you don't need moving parts because you don't need to compress it. If you make a good design of an uh, intake that in the end is not so different from a nozzle, It's just something that works the other way around. If you make the intake in such a way that at the beginning, uh, for example, goes into supersonic or uh, just continues being supersonic, then uh, you can just get uh, rid of the compressor because the air is going to be compressed just by itself, just by aerodynamics. Then you have a combustion engine directly, so you are just pouring a combustion in the gas let's say a gas or another combustion liquid or gas uh, into the in the chamber and it's going to light up how do you do it? Uh, well, you have uh, sparks, you have uh, actually sometimes fire in <laughs> it really depends on what you what are your needs at the moment and then you have a uh, compress- uh, nozzle directly why do you need anything else? then you simplify a machine that works in five really huge uh, different sp- steps that sometimes they are like co-integrated and co-dependent, and it's really hard. And you just simplify it into, oh yeah, I can do this with just really shit metal. And just uh, bend everything, then I have uh, something that has been turned in the center, and that's it. Okay, it's not that easy. (laughs) You have to run a lot of simulations, you have to really think uh, how the aerodynamics works, how the air is going to behave, what's the best type of uh, combustible for it. But it is technically, it is possible and has been achieved. Then I have another difference. At the beginning, I have mentioned the Ramjet and the Scramjet. Sounds uh, really similar. In fact, uh, one comes from the other. Ramjet is just when you are flying at supersonic speeds, or at least the air that is going to your Ramjet is always subsonic. That means that it's below the Mach number. And what is the Mach number? The Mach number is the uh, number, is the speed of the air that will break the speed of sound. Well, not only the air, At the speed of a fluid or a gas that is going uh, more uh, faster than the speed of a uh, sound. What is the speed of sound? That's, uh, <laughs> you will say, is this number? No, it's not true. It it's, uh, really depends on the conditions, where you are. So, for example, if uh, the temperature, the pressure, or the yeah, the temperature pressure uh, changes, it's going to change the, the Mach number. So it's not a single number. It really depends where you are. (laughs) Then you have the ramjet that is going to subsonic, and then you have the scramjet. And the SC of the scramjet comes to the supersonic combustion ramjet. Basically they work exactly the same, it's not so different. The only difference is that you have uh, the scramjet is supersonic, supersonic combustion. That means that the air is going incredibly fast, incredibly, incredibly fast. And uh, you have to compute it like fast, (laughs) obviously, because it's not the air. The air is going to be uh, to be away. But that also means that while you maybe are going to uh, really fast speeds to achieve that, and you have a motor and engine that also uh, computes at really really fast speeds and uh, solves a few of your problems. So now we have these two different scramjet ramjet. If you look then one uh, side to side, you see that they are like really, really uh, similar. The only difference is what? The nozzle. Well, the nozzle and the intake. But as I mentioned, in this case, the nozzle and the intake are going to be like, one is the mirror part of the other, more or less. OK, there are, there are differences, but let's stick to the basics. So what happens the, in the ramjet is that you're going to have first a convergence. So the speed is going to compress, and then a divergence. And what we learned from the previous episode is that when you have a divergence, uh, in this case, uh, well, first a uh, convergence of the intake, the air is going to go faster because uh, they have uh, less air. it has less area than before. The air is going to be faster, but then you have a divergence. That means that air is going to go slower. And then uh, with that, you will retard, go make it slower the, the air. You have a easier combustion, and then you have exactly the same, but inverted. Fe- well, or exactly the same. <laughs> Actually, first you converse, go to Mach number, and then you open the verge, and then you go to supersonic speed. But in the it's not in the Scrambet, it's like, you can uh, burn the fuel at the speed of a sound or bigger than that. Then you have first a convergence that in supersonic means that uh, it is is going slower a little bit, then you converge uh, into Mach number or a little bit higher, then you burn it and then you open it, and when you open it, you are uh, increasing the speed because, as I mentioned, you are going uh, above the sonic speed, you are going supersonic, above the Mach number. And then, when you open it, uh, yeah, it's going faster. That, then that all that propulsion, all that air that is uh, going back, for the because of the laws of uh, Newton is moving you forward, and it's true that air is like a tiny tiny molecule, <laughs> probably that uh, you just burn is going to be like, say, monoxide or dioxide most of the time. It's going backwards. You're burning so much air at the same time and so fast that that is going to propel you forwards. But there are more ways to create a jet that is going to propel your, your system, rocket, uh, drone, airplane, whatever you want to, forwards. And this is a pulse jet. A pulse jet is something like we have uh, an air that is going to the intake. We stop it there or at least uh, we, we we don't allow it to continue to the combustion chamber, maybe with valves, or maybe just with the complete design of the system. Then it's going to a combustion chamber, and then it's going to a, a, a nozzle outtake. And with that, what do you achieve? Well, if you have designed it well enough, maybe when you are not allowing it to go into the combustion chamber, you are compressing it. And with that compression, what you are creating is a air that has a is bigger air density than before and with that there you can have more uh, better combustion inside of the combustion chamber and that is going to give you more speed more thrust uh, once it escapes uh, out of the outtake or the nozzle and in a valve, uh, valve design is clear it's a, and it is really the same in a valveless design somehow you are making it a compress in front of your combustion chamber the air density is going to increase that means that you have more oxygen to burn. Then when it goes into the chamber, all the uh, oxygen is going to burn better. And then it's going to do the outtake. What happened here is that uh, without the valves, when you are in the combustion chamber, you have a high pressure. And without valves, uh, all the new air is uh, stagnated at the entrance. Because the pressure of the air that is inside of the combustion chamber is too high. And will try to enter, but the air inside is not allowing it to. Then all the hot air that is inside of the combustion chamber will go to the outtake. And then you have less density, which means less pressure, and then your air is going through again. And with that, uh, you have a uh, engine. These engines are like, uh, I'm going to say like a motorbike or a car, because you notice that it's uh, stuttering. It goes like one two one two one two one two one two, one two. So it's not a continuous as before, that it's just pushing you forward. It's like a... If you have ever fire a rocket, it's the same idea. It's just going up in one shot. This uh, in this case, no. In this case like a motorbike that is one, two, one, two, and it's every every one is propelling you forwards. Every two is taking uh, air into the system. I have to say that it's a uh, really curious design. It's not uh, that well, well used in the in the real world, but I have seen. I have to say that I have seen it uh, used in, in bicycles. I don't know if calling it a bicycle with a jet engine is is a bicycle anymore. It's a curiosity. Things that uh, people do at universities. So, well, those are the types of different types of engines that you usually don't, you don't see them that much, but good to know that they are there. They are quite important. At least uh, sometimes is the best uh, way to solve uh, some problems. Like for example, how to feed the air to a hypersonic uh, plane thats uh, especially with uh, well, especially only with fighters, as far as I know, it's a big problem because if you try to fly with a, you know a turbofan, the the propeller or the turbo fan, the compressor, not the propeller, the compressor, the 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 blades are probably going to break at supersonic speeds. Then you have a problem because yeah, if they break, it's like pff, yeah, maybe your engine is going to explode and goodbye. But uh, with this system, you can try to go to. Supersonic change to a, a scramjet and then just fly with that. It's, it's a curiosity. But why Supersonic Speed will break your propeller or your uh, combust- uh, compressor? That's because when you break the, the sound barrier, as uh, you can imagine, you, ha- you hear a big crack because they are breaking it. But that uh, goes beyond just the sound. Also goes uh, with vibration and with forces so also what is happening here is that you are moving faster than the the air molecules can compress so you have you are hitting like something like a wall let's say a sonic wall (laughs) if you want to sound cooler and that is probably going to break the the blades of your compressor your propeller and also if you have something that is generating energy from out of the air like could be a mill or for example if you have an air turbine one of those air turbines that you see in the field if those things start to spin too fast okay first uh, it's just the momentum the momentum probably will break it but also if they break the the barrier for example in the tip because yeah the center cannot uh, spin that fast but the it's a linear velocity of the tip can be really really high and breaks uh, the sound barrier or gets really close that can break it also So it's something that you need to watch out when you design the air engines or, you know, aircrafts in general. Thank you everyone for making it till the last part of my episode. I hope you have enjoyed This This has been for me like a little bit of research, little bit of testing uh, of my knowledge about uh, these kind of systems but they are really good, really, really interesting I think they are quite uh, different from what you can find usually in, te- in textbooks books. Usually you just find them at the beginning, they talk a little bit about them, but if you are not uh, into aerospace engineering, maybe you have never heard of them Anyhow Please uh, leave me a comment if you think uh, I should improve something. Or if you think I'm doing really, really well. Thank you everyone. Again, I'm on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. I have an Instagram, so please follow me. Send me a message. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. And as always, see you in the next podcast. Bye bye.